Hey there, Fancy Octopus again. We are now, it's been a long time, but we are at the finale of Sierra the Robot. Will rekindling with Dave be as easy as she thought? Will her alien adopted child be as cool as we think it's going to be? All these questions may or may not be answered in the riveting finale of Sierra the Robot. Uh, once again, as with the last few episodes, recorded in person, different re- audio setup, recommend listening with either over-ear hear- headphones or with speakers because of the room noise. Now, without further ado, the riveting finale of Sierra the Robot. <laughs> Chapter 15. It took me longer than I thought to find Dave Fitzgerald. After we grew distant after Emperor Indominus V's coronation, he and his family moved off to Yulnaris. I had to pull some strings, do some favors to find him. Eventually I learned that he was living on the farming world of Cornucopia Prime. I made my way there and found the Fitzgerald home. It was his modest looking house. Okay, it's only your ex-boyfriend who you haven't talked to or even seen in over a decade. You just keep your head up high and don't let fear get the better of you. I thought to myself as I knocked on the door. Eventually, hey, yeah. He's going to have a wife. I don't know. I'm just going to have the, the awful I realization that this is becoming a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from- it's not funny. I don't know. I, I think they <laughs> might have hard. I'm going to make a quick prediction here. They're going to hard cut that. And it's going to like, he's going to show up with like his wife to the front door. I don't know. So we, we've transformed from a uh, fugitive... Slay the fugitive on the run, illegal to exist like type sci fi story almost, yeah. to pop star adventure to near civil war political intrigue adventure to now we're at rom com. Yeah. So it's this story's got so like this follows like what the other story I feel did, like I, you I cut it off like right at the like peak is gonna happen. They're like you're and then and then we're gonna be so in a goofball comedy. Dude, I'm gonna not gonna lie. Yeah, this- hard shift. I, I think we need an entire episode dedicated to just my thoughts and feelings. Wait, 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 what is that called? <laughs> yeah, edging. They're like edging every type they're of like story the there story. is. Like they edge like the like uh, yeah, the runaway story, but then it's like, oh, she's not running away anymore because now it's a political, ooh, and like, oh, civil war. Okay, no, you don't get that. Yes. Now we're doing a rom-com. We're so blue ball, dude. <laughs> and it's going to be like, I'm ooh. actually going to go piss. I am just <laughs> disappointed. Can we keep this in the episode? <laughs> so, I guess while he's pissing, we can talk about what's the best part about edging story genres. Because that's probably the strongest suit of that's this story. That's strongest, yeah. Is being skill. able to get you excited and then just stop. And then, like, put, like, Maybe a edge close in. When you finally get there, it's really, really good. <laughs> so, the, so, when this rom story ends, edgings. we're going to be the, so excited. The problem, <laughs> the problem with that, though, is that, you know, when you, like, the typical edging, you know, it's towards orgasm. Like, that's one thing. It's not, too, like, a whole bunch of different types of things. Well, it's like if you had six penises. And you edged one at a time. Each each one separately. And right? then as soon as you're about to come, that's not going to make you know. Yeah. I'll and then you put little clothespins on them when you're at the edge, and then you move on to the next one. You just let that cool. let that fe- fester over there, and then you do that for each one, and then at the very end you can rip them all off at once. So it's going to be terrible imagery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is close. Very and fester. It's very vivid but horrible. Yeah. So that's I think what this story is going for. 
So this is the final, the final edge then, theoretically. The final edge, which hopefully it is. Just, uh, just uh, logistically speaking, it has to be the final edge. So this is the final time she'll like actually get married to him, not just pull away at the last second. All right, everybody, go for a second. Oh, nice, Chris. Chris. Also, that could be the name of the episode, the final edge. The, the final, final edge, edge. yeah. <laughs> So let's see. That so edging storytelling, yeah, it's being pioneered. <laughs> All of our listeners have stopped listening after Fester and Close Pins and <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, there's no going man, back at this point. <laughs> Proper shit. It's a good thing you're out of the room. Yeah, your ears could not have handled what just happened. I thought it was a really good metaphor. Kind of. Maybe. It's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was very vivid. Define good. Eventually, Dave's mother <laughs> answered. <laughs> So we need Dave's mother's. Dave's in a good place. So okay, Dave is he's 35. So it's not the wife, so I'm already wrong. We don't know that yet. She could show up too. The or, mother could or be. Or the, the mother's wife. the wife. Mother yeah. could be the wife. Now that'd be a rom com. Hello, Mr. Fitzgerald. I, I don't know if you remember me. I said nervously. Sierra, Mrs. Fitzgerald said as she hugged me happily. I awkwardly hugged her in turn, not expecting such a warm welcome. Oh, it's been so long. How have you been? Oh, I've been working. Also in mourning. Why she has to mention her dad to everyone? She, wow, like, come on. I, uh, I said, still perplexed by Mrs. Fitzgerald's friendliness. I'm sorry to hear about Dr. Samuel. Oh, okay. Well, come on inside. Can I get you anything? Mrs. Fitzgerald said as she led me into the house. Just some water. Do you know where Dave is? I asked. Oh, he's out in the fields. He's managing the new farmhands. Some Uzajas that are working here this year. He should be back in about an hour or so. Miss Fitzgerald said. An hour, pa- an hour did pass, and Dave came in. Well, they're not happy, but I got them started on harvesting the corn and potatoes, even though they're allergic to the... What? Stuff? It's so mean. <laughs> what? Hey, you guys, you, you, when your hands pick up the potatoes, it makes them get all red and itchy. <laughs> Go harvest all the fucking potatoes. They don't have to harvest them. <laughs> We told you our race was allergic only to potatoes. He said as he noticed me. (laughs) Dave. I said, trying to be confident. Oh. The line? Dave, can I speak to you for a moment? Mrs. Fitzgerald said as she led Dave into another room. I don't know exactly what was said. Oh, that was Miss Fitzgerald. That was my bad. Oh. Dave, can I speak to you for a moment? Mrs. Fitzgerald said, as she led Dave into another room, I don't know exactly what was said, just that they were both arguings. So? Dave said as he came back to the living room. Mom says that I should hear you out. He said as he sat down across from me. It's been 15 years. This is fucking weird, though, that, like, what is this? She's like, Dave, you gotta get the fuck out of my house, man. 
Right? It's, Why is the you mom like mediating, going? like being like, no, you need to listen you, to your ex girl I mean, for 15 years. Like, <laughs> you've had nothing going what for 15 years. <laughs> well, I've just been on. angry for 15 straight years. Right. Do you think maybe it's because you haven't been laid, son? Why do you think you're still with me? I want grandchildren, you son of a bitch. He's like the same as Sierra's and yeah, he's just still angry about the lying, yeah, just this whole time. Of course he could he never is. trust again. <laughs> Mom says that I should hear you out. He said as he sat down across from me. An adult thing to say. You're still mad at me, aren't you? I said, referring to the fact that through the entire time we were dating, I'd kept him in the dark about my being a thinking biodroid. <laughs> yes. Yep. We are aware, Serrera. Yep. Still am. So why are you even here? Dates, Dave said curtly. Right. The heart of the matter. Dave, I cannot apologize enough for not telling you the truth of what I am when we were younger, but now I find myself in a rather odd situation for myself. I said anxiously. Imagine someone who comes out of the closet, and then their like, best friend is like, why didn't you tell me years ago? And then stays mad at them and refuses to talk to them for 15 yeah, years. And then the person comes back and is like, I'm sorry that I was being unreasonable and didn't tell you I was in the closet. Like, that's, this is psycho. <laughs> like, this is such a weird situation. <laughs> like... Me, uh, I said anxiously. Uh, meaning? Dave asked suspiciously. Alright, to put it simply, I've adopted an abandoned Vugal, Vulaga kitten, and since then I've been trying to find a father for her. But my <laughs> prospects on Yelnaris have been disappointing, to uh, say the least. Horrible, I explained. Horrible opening. Worst oh, opening line. I oh. explained. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Appropriate. Okay, that was appropriate. It's the only response I, to that. I, I didn't expect to hear that today. Dave said, <laughs> finally an appropriate response from Dave. <laughs> okay. Well, I've tried dating since we moved, but, well, you know my anxiety, my autism kind of limits actually doing that. Dave admitted. Okay. It's kind of a weird response. Then I believe that we can help each other. I said... A business transaction. <laughs> so weird. Oh, Dave paced around the living room. I, I'm not sure. I have a good thing here. But you said that yourself that you were lonely. I pointed out. You love it when you have to, like, you know, barter and negotiate and argue with someone over marrying. Yeah. Well, there's a kid I, involved. I know, I know, but, well, my parents are here. Dave said... I got a good thing going here. My parents live here. <laughs> <laughs> then, this could ruin it. Having sex with you, that could ruin the vibe. <laughs> you can make it weird. <laughs> It'll be so weird. Then, my relationship with my parents. Then would it help matters <laughs> if I were to move here? It wouldn't really be an issue for me. Angel has no real attachment to Yelnaris like I do. And I've been meaning to get away from my fam uh, after my family moved off-world to one of the planets during taken during the final charge. And, well, my father's death. I explained. I wouldn't say no to that. Mom would go no nuts if you didn't just move into the house altogether. The nearest town is about a mile away anyway. Dave said. Then it is settled. I shall make 
Preparations to move to Cornucopia Prime. <laughs> I said, uh, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, my you guys were right. My I was thinking way too high. Like my my prediction, the exact opposite happened. It was so fan. easy to get into this. See, it wasn't sarcastic. That like the statement at the last. Of the it was true, or was it? She's like the other was trying to be. I thought it seems like it was, but then it was easy. Uh, Several months later, I had moved into Dave's home, along with Angel, and my biodroid servant, Dimitri. Uh, she oh. has a biodroid servant? That seems kind of fucked up, but alright. Is, is it a non-thinking? Oh, uh, yeah. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I think that's it will true, in a little true. bit. She becomes like a, a human supremacist, just like uh, abuses biodroid. She becomes Candace Owens. Yeah. So, <laughs> is he a thinking? No. I would have gotten him an animus note, but oh, he okay. used to be an accountant before I got him, and <laughs> say no more. So the reason she won't give him an animus note to... He was a she, fucking scumbag accountant. I got him a free will, are you kidding? <laughs> Dave said, as Dimitri entered the home. Say no more. Oh. Uh, Dave says Dimitri entered the home. Now, where's the little bunny fox? He said. She's right here. I said as I took Angel out of my carrying bag. Oh my, she is so cute. Dave cooed as he looked at Angel. Angel looked apprehensive at him, and he just had to put... Remember, this is for a cat. Is it a cat or is it like a human? They keep calling it a kitten. They can talk, right? Isn't it? It can speak Lagathar or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> so it's sentient. It's just so. keeping it in a bag. Right? <laughs> it can't That's be that hard. Uh, let's see, where was I? I mean, it's still like it's still like basically a baby. And he just had to put it's his face close to her. Bags. Who's a cute little Zeno? <laughs> it's you. It's God. Angel clapped onto Dave's node. Dave I probably Dave. should have mentioned Angel is shy around new people, and she's teething right now. I said as Angel's teeth dug into Dave's nose. I think it's puncturing my nose. Dave shouted. Dave, she'll only bite harder, Angel. Angel, let go of the nice man's nose. I said as I tickled Angel's head. She did let go and left Dave's nose a bloody mess. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, okay. Ow. Dave says he clutched at his bloody nose. I used the tissue to clean up the blood. Angel doesn't like being called C-U-T-E. I'm not certain why, but it causes her to become irritable. I explained. I'm so hoping she grows out of that, Dave said. I I think those fangs went inside my nose. Well, this first encounter between my adopted alien daughter and my possible future husband (laughs) could have gone better. (laughs) I was too excited about being back with my first love to plan for these things. Mistakes happen, even from someone as intelligent as a biodroid. Oh, Though thankfully, wow, I gave more thought to my singing career before leaving Yolnaris. Not that I cared for the wealth that my fame had garnered me, I just really enjoyed my work. End of chapter 15. Mm, sure, I'm so smart, and you know, I do oh. the singing for the, not for the money, that the millions and millions of billions of dollars I get. So? Because I enjoy my work. Yeah, it's a, so we have yeah, that, uh, she's yes, back to Dave. So pretentious. 
Right you guys feeling satisfied? That was that was like no. the edging of a rom com. How many chapters do we have left? Starting to lose. That was like me. reverse edging. It just immediately gave everything. Like, well, it's the thing. None of the trials and tribulations of a rom com. None of the funny, cute moments. None of that. It's just like, oh, I'm living with you now. Can we stop? We got three more chapters. Can what? we stop? What could happen? Yeah, what they get married. Yeah, and they raise well, the kid. They're already married. The kid basically. does something. Then they have a second kid. These next two chapters are shorter. That doesn't make me feel better. We right. gotta know what happens. Keep going. Quick. <laughs> okay, well, just so no new thoughts on that chapter. Yeah. We, no, let's power through. Let's power through. I want. I you want. You can only be edged for so long until you're just bored. My balls are angry. blue. <laughs> you're just angry. Yeah. It's you're, so angry. How long have we been going? We've been going. It's been an hour and thirty minutes. Okay, let's just power through. Let's. I think we can finish it. I think we can finish it. Nobody too. say anything. We're gonna make this like a four-parter, right? Yeah, it's gotta yeah, be real sure. juicy. <laughs> it has been several months since I arrived at Cornucopia Prime. I must admit, coming all this way just to court my high school sweetheart and ex-boyfriend, just to not be a single mother to an abandoned alien hybrid. But I'm a mild mechanical robot, so what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> These sorts of logical leaps might. I'm sorry. Is that the commercial? Probably gets having a tough time over there. <laughs> What do I we know? might injure him if we keep going, guys. Like we should stop for his right, health. Keep going, keep These going. sorts of logical leaps <laughs> might actually be a good thing for me. At any rate, one morning I was feeding Angel her favorite breakfast, or rather, I was trying to. Wait, she was having. Is it insect paste? The doctor specifically said insect paste till five. It so better be fucking it up already. She was having some stomach troubles. She looked ill and smelled funny, and her defecations have smelled worse than usual. Oh my God. Not sure what's caused. <laughs> this is like talking to a literal like mother, like. Not sure what's causing it, but she still needs to eat regardless. The only way to get the food in was with this ancient plane trick. And even then, she only kept down relatively small handfuls. By her measurements, at least. The rest went all over me. Need some help, Sierra? Dave said as he observed the mess. I would, but I know how you feel about being sprayed with carrot mush. I said. Well, that would explain it. Nobody likes mushy vegetables. Anyway, I think I've gotten a fix on what's been bothering her. Dave said as he produced a bottle. Now, just trust the method to my madness. He said as he plopped... to get boozed as a baby? What? <laughs> He's gonna get it drunk. <laughs> he said as he plopped some chicken into a microwave, warmed it up, then after, chop then after that, she chopped up the chicken and poured the pink contents of the bottle on the chopped up bits of chicken. What is that? I asked. Well, I went to the pharmacy last night and asked about medication for a stomach virus. And I might have mentioned that it was for a Vulaga kitten. Dave said. What? But she's too young to be taking medicine without a doctor's prescription. I said. True, but the pharmacist I asked was a doctor who treated Zenos. And she recommended that I use this on some warm chicken. Dave said as he gave the chicken to Angel. Even so, she's too young to be eating whole foods. I said as Angel took to the chicken like a starved animal. If it's any reassurance, I'm fairly certain that BioDroid chicken... Wait, what? what? So they make BioDroid chickens? Or is the, that... Why not? Like it's for BioDroid? Or, or it's the exact opposite is... of reassuring. Dave said... Dave, it's chicken that's been bioman... Um, Biomechanically engineered in the same way human biodroids are made. Why? It only Why? mattered to me if it were human biodroid meat. Oh my god, that's what? the most square way to respond to that what? joke. 
I said feeling exhausted. Just saying. And she should be fairly... Dave was interrupted by a high-pitched burp from Angel. She looked remarkably cheered up by the time she fully stopped. Okay, that's actually kind of impressive. Well, I feel terrible. I thought if I just kept trying to feed her, she would get better. I'm such a lousy... Sierra, what have I told you about beating yourself up? That's for me to do. Wait, he beats her? No, I'm just kidding. The story, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> No, that, was, that was an insert there. That was an insert. Dave, that would have been that would have been a good turn, right? We could have made this a dark drama after that. Well, he's not beating himself off anymore. Yeah, hopefully, he's got. He's got his parents there. <laughs> hopefully, he's not beating himself off either. Dave said, interrupting my self pity. Although you could have taken a step or two back, the situation. I don't get it. Uh, I think I think you should uh, say take a step back and look at the situation. Right. That's what they meant yeah. to say. I know. I get so wrapped up in my own intelligence <laughs> that I just uh, forgot to stop God. and actually look for so alternate solutions How to the problem. How often was this smug bullshit from Sierra? You, you, you know those things I, that intelligent people do? New, right? Like, you know how I we always... a little bit of it earlier, but... You know what we always say about intelligent people? They never think of multiple solutions, and intelligent people never look at alternate uh, ways of looking at right, problems. Yeah, they yeah. always get tunnel vision and just smack the wall until yeah, like it basically works. Bull, basically, yeah, a bull just slamming into the wall. That's how we know they're intelligent. I said, exhausted from the morning's messy feeding. Yeah, you might want to get a new shirt. You got a little bit of food everywhere. Dave said, and indeed, in my earlier attempts to feed Angel, I was covered in food. I'll get change, and then I'm going to take a nap. I said, good idea. And before I forget to say it, there's a singles mixer at the church tonight that my mom recommended. <laughs> She's trying to fuck this dude. And he's like, hey, there's a church mixer tonight. If you want to go get wingman each other. Oh, man. What? Yeah. Dave said, uh, hey, that would be a great twist. I'm down for the, yeah. They become like a polyamorous multi couple relationship. Or they're, not even trying to, they're not even trying to be with each other. They just live together and are each other's wingman. <laughs> when did she tell you? Uh, yeah, when did she tell you? I asked. Last night. I would have told you then, but, well, you were exhausted from taking care of Angel. Dave said. I'll think on it. I said. Of course it was a no-brainer for me. I was going to make an effort for us both to reconnect. Unfortunately, that turned out... Why would going to a singles mixer be a good way to reconnect? Let's go to the place where we're together. actively looking. Well, no, they're going together to the singles mixer. They're going to be like a couple... At the, like, that's not how they work, though. Like, they don't understand. No, we're going to bond real good. We're I love it for when, tail. Yeah, like, my mom introduced me to the singles night at the church, and then, like, couples showed up. You know? <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And they just, yeah, sit in the corner, take up one of those tables. Uh, unfortunately, that turned out to be easier said than done. As Dave was so anxious about being around other people altogether, but wouldn't that make it easier to reconnect because he's just staying home all the time and you could just, like, like force him to be around you constantly? Because uh, Angel take, makes this difficult. They would take care of a literal baby. Strains the relationship, yeah. if there is one. That can call it. <laughs> yeah, whatever relationship. Call shit, yeah. Okay, Dave was so anxious around being around other people altogether that we spent the entire time at the buffet. 
and intermittently going to the bathroom. Oh, well, there's it's, a reason to go to the church mix. Uh-huh. Do they have a buffet? They have a buffet. Right, nice. Game on. Right, yeah, they're just like getting the free food. Steal the food, yeah. Suffice it to say, I was less than thrilled by how the night went on. Sierra, I'm Dave. Can't we just go on a normal date sometime? I said. I don't want to spend an entire evening where you just gorge yourself on junk food. I just... I just want to have fun and spend time with you. But you're so barely—you're so busy overseeing that I've barely seen you since I moved in. Dave looked shocked. I, I'll try to get a chaplain. Oh, you are not, Wait, a chaplain? What? Don't they only oversee especially grueling or dangerous labor? I asked, as indeed... Chaplains motivated alien workers in dangerous conditions. <laughs> huh. Okay. There's okay. bound to be at least one in the whole empire who wants a cushy job on Cornucopia Prime. And before you make any points on costs, you're worth every penny. Seems like they already reconnected. Yeah. This yeah, is like this is like of. marriage talk. Like what well, yeah, it seems more like yeah, it's like the marriage is like fizzling out and then you're talking like this, like hey, when you Yeah, it's like, like they're trying to reignite the marriage, not reignite start. Yeah. yeah, not start from scratch, which is what they're doing, supposed to be doing. Yeah. Dave said as he took my hands into his. Dave, you still got that big heart of yours. I said as we hugged. I then heard of a sort of ugh from Angel. Oh, oh you're gonna what? see more of this, kid. And someday you might be the biggest sucker for this. Dave said to Angel, Hopefully a chaplain might actually make a fully romanticized, or fully realized romantic life possible. End of chapter 16. Thoughts? So wait, Uh, they're bringing a chaplain so that they can abuse their workers? I don't get that. So so the the chaplain will take over his job, and then he'll be able to stay home and and fuck Sierra all the time. And and that fixes relationships, being around each other 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. So... Interesting, right? You know, that we saw a baby have a stomach ache. Yeah, let's keep going. A little hyper-realistic, <laughs> hyper <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chapter 17. We're just running through this part. Nothing, literally nothing happened. Okay. Eventually, literally, yeah, literally. I don't think anything's going to happen by the end of these two Will chapters. they even get married? That's the question. I'm sure they will. Eventually, the day came when the chaplain we had hired came to the farm. In this context, chaplains are a member of the Phoenix Church that served to motivate the people of the Holy Empire of Terra Phoenix or in the legions. This one was a Lagathar, like the rest of his species, so they're about the same size of rabbits. Glad I am to be he here here, <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> when we led him into the Fitzgerald farmhouse. Glad I am to be here here. Served in the uh, last charge I did did. So much discretion, so this? much death slaughter. Is this a Yoda thing? What? It's a rabbit thing, I guess. I did, did, but like repeating the last word. Well, this is Cornucopia Prime, Dave reassured. Worst that might happen is that some of the workers get uppity, but other than that, oh, nothing really happens I on this word yeah. world. Chaplain Yaka. Keeping uppity about being allergic. I know, I know this. <laughs> Chaplain Yawa said. Believe Wait, I should meet he... rest of the people here, here, yes, yes. I was the first other than Dave to meet him. <laughs> hmm, why do you not, ha- not have identification marks? Identification marks are tattoos that thinking biodroids are required to have on their face. Whoa, what? Whoa, they're Whoa, what the fuck? So they like fucking number them? They keep dropping some hard shit here, like the chaplains <laughs> come in to like make the workers like be abused more, now there's face 
like Stars of David for the Oh God! What the hell? I'm Sierra Samuel. I know people. Powerful people. (laughs) Fucking throw in that meter. Wow. I said, I know no of your relationship with Idominus Fifth. Yo, I said the rest of the introduction is impossible to take this character seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jar Jar Binks. You will surrender to me, me. Yawa said that the rest you of the introductions that. went on without incident, right up until I showed him Angel. Abomination. Kill, kill it. Whoa, what's a, it's a lot of <laughs> What is the meaning of this? I said in surprise as I grabbed the la- the Ligathar chaplain by his neck. Oh my god, that's his full on manhandling. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? Vulagas, okay, twisted thing, marker three of Lagathar and Vulpai. Everyone, last one must die, die. Wow, yeah. is, wow okay, it's getting interesting. <laughs> okay, so the chaplain is wanting to just murder this the fucking chaplain baby. The chaplain gets here and is like, why aren't you tattooed? I'm going to kill the baby. Yeah, like, shit. Hey! I said as I flicked his nose. If it weren't for a Vulaga, your Awakener would not have been able to leave Garzal alive at all. <laughs> okay. And the entire gala- galaxy would just be a collection of feuding worlds and your people would never get off planet at all. Wow, it would have been nice to have learned about that in the story, you know. that It could have been that awakening, you know, the significance of that. He just fucking, she just owned him. <laughs> With political discourse, baby. I said, appalled by his behavior. And even worse, Angel was crying after being awoken by his ranting. Later, we had a meeting in the dining room. So this throws a bit of a wrench in the works. Dave noted while Yawa was tied up. Wait, they tied him up? <laughs> he was going to kill the baby, absolutely. Probably best, actually. Yeah, yeah it's probably a good thing. Psycho. A chaplain with a burning hatred for Vulagas. And we have a Vulaga kitten on the premises. Please, please do not send me back. Yawa begged. They will excommunicate me from chaplaincy, exiled to Garzal Monastery. <laughs> Wait, what? So don't kill my words. kid. Yeah, yeah, you were asking for it. Like, Even though you deserve it, we shouldn't. Mrs. Fitz- no, but he deserves it. Oh. Mrs. Fitzgerald said. So here's what we're going to do. You're still going to work with overseeing the labor. But you will be barred from coming inside the farmhouse itself. But where would I sleep rest? Yawa said. With the Uzas. Uh, I said bluntly. I do not want you anywhere near my little angel if I can help it. And over the following weeks, with Dave freed up by Yawa supervising the workers, we were finally able to start dating properly for the first oh, time. Oh, thank since God, that was a nice Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we'll get over with the, the interesting stuff. Do you think this is going to have a happy ending? <laughs> it maybe kills the baby. Dude, that would be a pretty good ending. That'd be a great twist to have something happen. Eventually, however, things started to turn for the worse for the farm. That was when we learned that, despite his presumably numerous oaths to the chaplaincy, had organized the alien workers to go on strike. Oh. Dude, he's a no, freaking he's socialist, gonna, gonna, racist gonna, chaplain. <laughs> no, they're going to edge us to like, yeah, like the socialist revolution. They're going to edge to that and then be like, nah. And then we gave him the off. We or, it it happened and nothing changed. Now let's go to the marriage. We did, we gave him a day. We gave him one, one day off a month. Now they, they stopped their revolution. <laughs> then one day, a woman was at the door. Hello, I'm with the Ashen Inquisition. Then I slammed and barricaded the door. (laughs) Why? It's the Inquisition. Even when they're not after you directly, they're still the bearers of... Didn't the Inquisition literally save her life? Yes, Yes. they did. 
Yes. I love fucking the, the fucking empress is the Yeah, she's like best buds with the queen. Who is like the, the commander of it or whatever that Oh was. my god. Ah, uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Was it fair on my part? <laughs> There's still bears of bad news. Was it fair on my part? Of course not! Oh, okay, so she knows she's <laughs> Wait, that's literally like a headgum joke. Like a Jeffrey the Dumbass style joke. Like, yeah, yeah, was it cool that I stole the baby? Of course it wasn't, but I did. <laughs> but she knows she's being unreasonable. Okay, yeah, you shouldn't slam the door in the ash. Well, she's highly intelligent. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's yeah, very so intelligent. Much. Also, she's like an artist. She doesn't do it for the like the money. She just happens to get super wealthy. Eventually, I got a hold of my senses and let her in. Uh, apologies, you're an inquisitor. I'd be more surprised if people didn't. The Inquisitor said. The Inquisition has heard rumors of a chaplain stirring up trouble. Oh yes, Yawa seemed fine at first. I said. But then the Uzwas, the Uzas started demanding better pay. And well to put it bluntly, <laughs> he hasn't been that good of a chaplain. What? This, so I, we're like I the capitalists in this under, situation. Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, yeah, like, because this writer... We're like the factory No, owner. but the writer is Christian, and then they're portraying, like, this these fucking, like, uber, like, uh, scumbag, like, chaplain. Like, the purpose of the religious chaplains is to... Organize and organize. be abusable? I don't get the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. This doesn't make sense. Like, the cr- author's Christian. It's supposed to be pro-Christian, but it's like the most anti-Christian possible take. Like, yes, religion makes it to where workers accept us abusing them. Those little <laughs> fucking shit stains. It's like, I don't want to get too far ahead, about... but it seems like Sierra's just losing her way. And I don't know mm. if that's what's going to happen. Or, like, if that's oh, part man. of the story. Maybe. Yeah, self-hating. I, I see. In what ways have you seen him falter? The Inquisitor asked. Well, it started when he reacted to my adopted daughter, Angel. I explained. He just turned into a ball of rage when he saw that Angel was of Wulaga. Really? Do you know where he is? The Inquisitor asked. That depends. What do you plan on doing with him? I asked suspiciously. Miss Samuel, my duty is merely to ask questions. The Inquisitor said. The violence only comes if I find those answers to be not to my liking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Now please, where is he? I like this character. <laughs> only if you can get us in contact with a new chaplain. A non-specious one. I said, after going to my terms, I got into the workhouse where the workers lived and left her to interview with Yawa. A week later, Yaba was put into a pet cage and taken off by the... <laughs> 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 oh my God. Presumably from the information the Inquisitor gathered. So, he was a bust. Dave noted. <laughs> Affirmative. It would appear that Specius Chaplin proved unreliable. I said sardonically, imitating a robotic monotone. Yep, we should have thrown him out when he went ape. Dave said. Affirmative. I said. Does this mean we'll have to stop dating regularly? Dave asked. <laughs> Negative. I said. We're going to make this work, one way or another. I said determinedly. That still raises the important question. Where would we get a new chaplain? Dave mused. Thankfully, it wasn't too long before we got a new chaplain. <laughs> as soon as a problem shows up, they're just like... Thank God it's Saul. 
fairly unremarkable, a fairly unremarkable, unremarkable person to me at least. But the important thing was that Dave and I were free to pursue a relationship without putting the farm's well-being at risk. Finally, a chaplain that can crush the workers. Crush the big species is like. Dude, you, there was such a that was, also could have been a cool conflict. They bring a racist chaplain on, but he also organizes the workers yeah, to try and like, take back like the farm. In, yeah. He was like in the right against them, but in the wrong at the same. Yeah, like see, yeah, it could have been interesting. See, it's a new one. Interesting labor conflict. He could have been a great villain. Yeah, and, and hero. At the same, it could be good because you don't know. Then one day, is he hero is he villain? He finally proposed marriage. I was ecstatic and said yes. Yay. End of chapter 17. So wait, we have one more chapter? We have one more chapter. Oh, really? We're at the end. Keep going. We're Just at the going. final Don't edge. Go. Don't even stop. So Go. we're going to keep going and we'll give all our thoughts at the very end. Yes. Get it. I could not remember being more impatient in my life, but when the day came when I would finally marry Dave Fitzgerald, I was the happiest girl in the universe. A prospect I nearly gave up hope on when he learned, along with the rest of the Holy Empire of Terra Phoenix, that I was a bio droid, and he broke up with me upset that I kept the secret from him. But now, okay. almost 20 years later, the day I hoped for when we dated has finally come. Of course, this didn't come without problems, specifically. Nobody ever married a bio droid before, so when the news broke out, there was a bit of a commotion, but eventually my connection... Really, nobody in the galaxy? In 15 I don't years? I that, personally, but all right. By connection with the Empress paid off, and she managed to pass the legalization of marriage between humans and biodroids by my prompting. Though I'm a little... Oh, well, if it wasn't fucking legal, yeah, of course. Well, that's that's it. For it. She started this entire plan, and it wasn't legal in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Though I'm a little annoyed she kept my role in the matter. It's like if a gay guy knew Ronald Reagan was just like, Hey, man, you know, I'm a cool guy. Can you, like, make... I finally trapped down my boyfriend like, from 15 what? years ago. You've got to legalize marriage. You know you're totally right. I'll start research, doing age research, so we'll get people to stop dying, and I'll make <laughs> Since you asked... No matter. You are a good singer, Freddie Mercury. Since you asked, you're a cool guy. <laughs> no matter, the big day finally came. I just wish that my dad, Professor David Samuel, was here to see at least one of his daughters get married. Even if it was I just created from Sally Samuel's genetic material, and I'm not Sally herself. But still, the day had finally come. Dave and I will finally be married, and what's more, my sweat little Vulaga daughter Angel will have a daddy. We still had the wedding on. We had we had the wedding on Cornucopia Prime. It was a beautiful sunny day as I walked down the aisle. Seeing Dave in that tuxedo made my heart flutter, and my little angel in a dress, she didn't like it, but darn it was so cute. When I looked into Dave's green eyes, he looked back at my own. We didn't even hear as the Justice of Peace said his words until he got to the I do's. We turned on, take our turns swearing ourselves to each other, then we kissed, deeply and passionately. If it weren't for Celine, we might have permanently fused together at the lips. The rest of the day went into a blur, I was so happy that I finally married Dave. I forgot what was going on around me. It was only Dave and I. Nothing else. Eventually night fell, and exhausted, we fell into bed. I can't believe it. Dave said in disbelief. Neither can I. You can't have sex. You never said that I'm biochemist. Neither can I. We're married. I agreed. The following week, one of the Uzaja farmhands came to us. A turtle-like alien with bird-like legs and feet <laughs> and okay. no shell, so it doesn't oh, smell like a turtle. Uh, that sounds gross. That's so weird. it's a turtle-like alien with bird feet but 
It's like a no turtle. shell. It's a turtle gross. if you like took it out of the shell. God, oh. that'd be gross. But with chicken legs, that chicken. is a, very gelatinous. No wonder cream. they're like a, no wonder they like enslaved this race and treat them like garbage. The turtle aspect is mainly in that their heads resembled that of a Terran turtle with four eyes and ram horns for the males. No, that's not how any turtles. Turtles are. don't have that's four what eyes. Turtles look like. Yeah, it's not the turtle. Looks like. Excuse me, but we have run into a crisis. The Uzaja woman said, See, we've had a butterf. Specifically, my sister-in-law, Neg, but she died from her advanced age. And my brother is beside himself with grief and has a mood. And we're not optimistic about him coming to. We raised a child, but we simply didn't have the resources to raise him properly. Do you wish for an advance on your pay? I asked. No. What's gonna happen here, After the incident with the Lagathar chaplain, we... We would not want to seem deceitful, consists considering that we came within a hand breath of breaking the oath of Uza. So, so she's like, "Oh, wait, you asking for a fucking raise?" No, 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 no. I just wanted to. So my brother doesn't die. I know. I saw what you guys did. Do I need to get the whip again? I saw what you did to that fucking rabbit. I don't. I don't need no raise. She said, "The oath of Uza." God, what? I don't understand. The Oath of Uzza was an, an agreement made during the reign of St. Indominus after the Uzaja's brief and failed civil war. Basically, it was stated that the Uzaja would serve as a lower tier workers forever. Oh, the, yeah, they're slaves. Jesus. I was right. I called it ridiculous. Oh, God. And then we, they, how did we backslide into like 1800s capitalism from fucking nowhere? <laughs> like, like, this is just. With the only exception to this rule being obviously talented individuals who would be sent to wherever that talent could be best used in the Empire services. It's cruel, but according to St. Indominus's own words, I trusted them, and even one of my greatest friends, Professor Ravage, sided with this treason. An example must be made and remembered. So enslaved? I mean, that is pretty biblical. I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. They, they enslaved an entire What we are asking is that you take the child. We know this is presumptuous, but you are proven to be great with the Vulaga kitten angel. She said, Well, we haven't even gone our honeymoon yet. In fact, we were just about to leave for Paradiso. Dave said, We'll adopt him after we get back. <laughs> How long will he be away? The female Uzaja asked. We will be gone for roughly one week. After that, we will adopt this child. What is his name? I asked. He was named Zavush. His parentage is of the Yamija and Kuana bloodlines, and fathered by Kuana and birthed by Yamija. The female Uzaja said, "Of course. Over the of course, you know. This this all makes perfect sense. No, you know, it's all it's all things we know. When we return over the course of our honeymoon, we indulged ourselves." Sweet saints and God above we indulged. Aside from the rather unexpected adopting Uzaja, it was the most enjoyable time we spent together. When we returned, we took in little Zajvush as one of our own. Angel was a little put off, not just ha having an alien sibling, but for being in one of those situations where your older sibling yet demonstrably smaller than the younger one. Not to mention that Zavush had no idea how to interact with people smaller than him. The shadow of child raising has fallen. Dave's mother said ominously one day. <laughs> what? And, and neither one of you even waited another year or so before getting another one. 
Look, there was an orphan involved. I've known that feeling, and, well, I couldn't say no. Would you I want us to pay them more so that they can <laughs> keep their children? Like, fucking <laughs> ask for a raise, you my fucking God. idiot. I said. That's how you get a slave revolt, you uh, dumb bitch. And <laughs> I couldn't say no to her. Dave asked, added. Can you really say no to this face? It's a turtle. Just more like than a once. Weird turtle with horns. <laughs> a four-eyed turtle with horns. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, chicken, really no. chicken legs. Chicken legs, no shell. Just don't be surprised if you start to lose your marbles. I'll be there to help, but that won't stop your sanity from unraveling from stress. Indeed, the following days proved my mother-in-law right. Zavush proved to be extremely taxing. In hindsight, I really should have looked online for tips on how to raise Uzajas while on our honeymoon. Now I should get some rest. Zavush and Angel are finally asleep. The end of Sierra the Robot. Uh, what just okay. happened? So, we can no, recap. No, I really liked it in like Star Trek, you know? Like you're just introduced to races out of nowhere and then there's like this interplay between these races that you have no context or anything. You're like, oh wow, you know. And it all sounds really cool. A Vulcan adopted a Klingon? Like, that's crazy because they told me it was crazy. Not because I know about the background and the lore and stuff. I, you know, that, I, that's what I like about I, I really like how when they went to the farm planet, they somehow ended up in like the fucking like like 1800s fucking south <laughs> out of nowhere yeah. out of fucking even though nowhere. the entire story was about liberating an underclass of subhumans essentially agreed and then, then we're they're introduced like, to a new subhuman also, that was there the whole time that was whole her the whole time and since they tried to get the rights once they had to be made an example of well since they like had a civil war and they lost therefore uh, permanent low wage working in slaves I'm a little lost for words. Like, also, you have your chaplains come What's in weird, from your though, great religious What's weird, though, is that sect. this somewhat weird backdrop is just, like, flavoring for, like, a shitty romantic tale. If, you know, I would have been fine following the story of this racist, xenophobic chaplain who also was for workers' rights, though. That would have been amazing. <laughs> That would be really interesting. Fighting the robot lady who's like anti, like, uh, uh, she's xenophobic. And just won the... Uh, that could have been... That could have been the story. That would have been fun. So funner. So <laughs> so let's get our thoughts out. What are our thoughts about Sierra the Robot as a whole? It like exploded out of the gate and then just like kept doing random edges to nothing and just fell off a cliff. It would edge you to a cliff and just like you just fall off of it. You wouldn't be pushed off or anything. Just like you just fall off a cliff. And it, you know, push you towards another cliff and it just edge you towards the cliff and then nope, over and over again. I've had this question before, but just why? Final edge. Why the last three chapters? <laughs> why the first 16? It, at least we could have ended there and I'd be like, because we've read some pretty interesting stuff on here, so it wouldn't have been bad. Yeah, like, I mean, there were, there were in terms of There's random interesting stuff. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, wow. It just, I'm just wondering what their thought process was where they, they write this interesting stuff, and they have to think it's interesting because they keep putting in fucking backstory for it. They write yeah. all these paragraphs of useless exposition that don't mean anything, but makes the interesting parts more interesting. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 no, no, we're here to talk about, like, this fucking rabbit dude who, like, rabbit kitten we have in a cage in the back. Like, to sum it up as an allegory... One time, I had a durian dessert, Oh. and it tasted really good at first, and it was super sweet, and then after a while, it just, like, faded into trash taste. 
Well, it's because that's I exactly how I feel about the table. this. Like, y'all don't taste the trash in this? Everybody's like, this is good. I'm like, what? There's like a, t- a taste of trash, like a hint of trash in <laughs> there. Trash. And everybody's like, no, no, what? And then everybody Yeah, this one's no hint of again. trash, buddy. This one yeah, is- well, no, but like, uh, sure. But it's the analogy, though, is that like, yeah, like, you know, you notice it. Uh, Early on, one of like no, people souls out, out and just say it was super shitty, but at the same time, if we take the last three chapters off, I give it a reasonable rating. I'm not happy at this point. So what can you do? It. They had I a, want this to be very clear. It was five chapters. It oh, wasn't my, three. Chapter I, thirteen. I might have taken a nap somewhere in there. Was <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. Uh, okay. Uh, what can I say? What can I say? What can I talk about? Oh my god, this story. <laughs> Why do I do this podcast? Like, I took a year break off. It was nice. I didn't have to do this podcast. I just get... It's not their fault. I realize that. I, You know, but I had to suffer for you know, hours this, on this. This podcast is a wild ride, but we got to do it for the listeners. We got to do it. It's for you fuckers. I, I don't know. They would have never say. known the service. story of Sierra the Robot. Yeah, this is a public service. What, what can I say? It... The first three chapters and chapter like nine like the chapter that like introduced the idea of the civil war those are a collective above average on this podcast you know they are solid they incite they incite intrigue they develop characters i feel motivated with them i care for sierra during those times everything else is mind-numbingly terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's frust- I think it's more frustrating. Like, do you want to have it just be crap all the time and just acknowledge it's crap? No, this is or is it more frustrating when you see those flashes of potential? Not even going to say brilliance. Potential. And then it's just swamped by all the wrong steps, all the wrong miscues. I think if someone read this work, and gave some notes to this author earlier on. If our job, if we could have existed two years ago, we could have, been we, like, we could have really, you know, helped out this like, author. Because there are some chapters that are good. Not amazing, but good. Like, like, the, like the talking, like like the emotional breakdown on stage. That was a fairly decent yeah, chapter. Yeah, that, was decent. that was decent. That uh, was like Civil War the chapter. Civil War, well, the, uh, the whole idea the of a build-up. Yeah, absolutely. Like going to Earth and the ruins of Earth. Like, we were excited. Build, that's building up and setting up is something that doesn't happen. Why is Athena Prime, is that her name, introduces we never the even talked about her ever. Chapter 9 ends. Never see her again. Never acknowledge her again. She, like, how on earth can you make such a cool... She is the right hand, the powerful bio woman that, like, led Adominus the first wars against the wreck wars and everything like that. And she's never mentioned again? Halfway through the story? What are you doing? You have a civil war. You have a conquest. Right. You have something called the final charge. Well, and, and all you that shit is put two sentences behind it. Because like the entire like setup. Well, also yeah, like, it's a thing. There's the like robots riot. It was like, all integrated together. So it wasn't even just like oh, the civil war was random bullshit. The civil war was like related to the setup, which was like. Her being that's actually what Hayden that's what stories thing. actually should do a lot of time. Yeah, you introduce slowly of like you know here's this character that's like you don't know is integrating the civil war and then they, they are they show up and yeah, then it's, it's like absolutely. it's set up like that was yeah it's like I remember we that's were how saying, you should do it. There's a and lot then of the civil war just like 
There was a lot of cool stuff they could have done. Do you remember we were talking about like maybe she became a propaganda arm? Yeah. For the Inquisition. Well, like, oh, the war's gonna happen, and she's gonna be like a singer, like some Captain America. You know, like I'm presenting for the troops. Like that'd be yeah. weird. And uh, that could cool be an interesting thing. take because it's not something that's really done you with. You know, yeah. you don't see the war from a non-war fighter a lot of the time. Right. Yeah. Like the and war from the perspective of like, yeah, this person that's like, a civilian that doesn't you know participate in the war. But yeah, so. I, I gotta agree completely. This it has potential, and it, I just I just want to know what their thought process was in writing this because they have all these threads, and then at some point they make the decision. No, 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 that's not what I'm going to spend time and effort on. I want to talk about how she's lonely and wants a husband. I think they're young, maybe. That's got to so be like it's like emotion uh, emotion relationship drama. They're like just really young, and that's well. This was a work about. over three years. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I like. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they got they got forgot what they were talking about, or just like you know they Agreed. they didn't note take. They didn't like draw it out. They were just like, oh, we'll write a chapter real quick. I, way well, too long I can't to as a, as when I write, I read the chapters that I did before. At least the chapter before, yeah, just so I understand where the plot is going. Yeah, I mean, like, or at least an outline, like, like a bullet point. Or yeah. just the vibes of the previous chapter. Yeah, just, just the even just, even yeah, just the, the vibes. Feeling. Yeah, the feeling. I, the very it felt so destroying because, sure, it was probably a couple months before, you know, they picked up again in between these. But it's not really an excuse for just how disjointed it was, you know. It, right, it's right, short stories. You can do that. Like a little short mini chapter. Or you can write a novel, that's fine, but take your time with it. You don't need a rush to the end. Like, or if you're you know, not going to care to look back, I guess is what I'm saying, then write a short story. Sure. That's what you want to do. Yeah, because well, it sounds it like this author cared to look back. I mean, you know, they extended the story out to 18 chapters. I mean, that's right. not nothing. And they recapped every Can we read time a good story next time? I'll look for a good story. I was promised um, Tin Man, and I don't <laughs> feel like I received. You know, what we came heart. to the story about? No, there was just no Tin Man. Involved. I mean, and the I'm truth, there was no robot man. Oh, there was Dimitri. And yeah. he didn't even have a soul. You know what I need? You know what I need in my life right now? I need God some good gay tales. <laughs> I need gay tales. We, okay. we need gay gay. That's the true final edge. You know, but that's a solid edge. They're like edging you the entire time towards one big thing. We, I'm that's not going to lie. In edge. Gay Tales, when they had sex for the first time, I climaxed a little. Yeah. You know? That was like a mini edge. They went up and up and up. But even after they had sex, they're still edging you up. Like Gay Tales, like it's a big edge. Like even they have sex in the edges and over. They say what you want. I don't understand half the words that are being said. <laughs> They know plot structure. Okay? That's how you That is a romantic story, and that's all it is. It's just a romantic story. You do not edge to little mini plateaus. I think the multiple times. Again, isn't that, so that's another example. That's a Warhammer 40K. 40K story. They don't talk about combat. Ever. They don't talk no, about that. Because they, they focus only on that. Yeah, they, that's, what they, interesting. that's what they yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. But they also had like random cool like, okay, I bet what they had in their head is they were like the gay tells author. They're like, oh, uh, what this is really about is like, you know, Sierra and uh, Dave and they are just interpersonal drama. Well, you know? Like what, what, is, what is her <laughs> life like? like? But they're like, oh, but I thought of random cool idea, like uh, Empire of like the, you know, the Ashen Inquisition and blah, blah, so blah. So, yeah, I think to that... throw it in there, but, you know, really I'm just focused on... Gay Tales just said, you know, 
fuck all that. You know, sure, he's a oh. necromancer technically, but yeah, or a chaos magician, but I mean, who cares? Who cares? We, we want to know. That's not the story, though. No, so I'm not going to talk about it. May I, like, maybe mention, like, very randomly. See, I think that the difference here is that, like, the lesson to be learned here is that you should fucking stay in your lane to some degree. Like, yeah. you can't swerve all over. Don't is it? Is this a sci-fi fugitive story? Is this a political intrigue story? Is this a romance? Is this a fucking it. high school drama? Like, it's been all of these things, and they were all bad. They edged us on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were all bad versions because they were too busy mixing all of them. It'd be like, you know, if a TV show was like, oh, well, we're going to have a, uh, an episode where the cops come and beat their fucking dad to death, and then we'll have an episode where she gets a bad lunch at school and everyone kind of makes fun of her. Isn't my life black? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I mean, so yeah, just like, yeah. break up each of those chapters into television episodes and think to yourself... It, how on earth could you think this is coherent? Like, yeah, and like how how could you naturally totally, conclude that yeah. one chapter is related to any other chapter? It's like, it, now yeah. there is with heavy editing, you could suck out the filler, yeah, and then replace it with actual fucking story about the Civil War. And I think that's the most connected. So, I think if they cut down, oh, you could cut this down to about five good chapters and then continue from there. Continue you from know? there. Yeah, yeah, right. You still have to add a fuckload, but yeah, you could have a good base by cutting. Yeah. You can make it like a series yeah. of like six different stories. With really good Ooh. fucking names and shit. Yeah. Like, I, I actually, and names. this is what's so it's frustrating. Awesome. They, the naming, uh, author gives you some props for this if you're listening, because I just got now assume because authors have been, you know, hitting our DMs with this. <laughs> I can tell you that you're naming the Ashen Inquisition, the Ash of, uh, the Ash of Vicaris, the Vicar of Ashen Adonis, the Lathagar, so those are really cool, Angel? like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm not gonna lie, you got, you you got, got one it, of the so. biggest issues of many fantasy writers' issues out of the way. The names don't sound stupid. They sound and like you know, they, they amazing, sound like yeah. things that make logical yeah, this sense. This is like t- legitimately yeah. top tier, not even on the podcast. No, thing. like Game of Thrones. Like, like, I think this is Game, no, of, this Thrones. Is Game level of Thrones yeah. naming. It's Lord like of the it, Rings level naming, like legitimately. Like, like, for example, you need to play some D&D with your friends and just flesh this world out. And just make uh, a yeah. cool sci-fi campaign. Cool, like, Take that lore that you make in that campaign, and then make that the Civil War. So, story. just that for reference, cool, yeah. for for just so we can remember some of the cool names. Here's a, a just a, a a sentence I picked in chapter twelve. Okay. I can see the other tower cities of Terra Phoenix. Malta's Landing, where the colonists of Terra Phoenix arrived on the planet. Dragon's Ire, where the finest of Terra Phoenix native eagle dragons are bred and raised for the Dragon Knights, the mightiest warriors in the Empire. Scholar's Rest, where the legendary Anatha Codex is kept in a repository of the technology that would gain and maintain its technological superiority. And the Twin Cities of Anvil and Greenhouse, a giant production and apartment complex, and a greenhouse apartment specifically for the people of Terra Phoenix. That's like, you should write sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> like, that's like... Right, yeah, the Ashen Inquisition, yeah. yeah, needs to be... Ashen Inquisition, now. yeah. That, yeah, it has some type of, like, actual backbone to it. It isn't just... You could literally do a Targaryen thing. type of book, where you just, like, the Ashen Inquisition. Here's a codex. Yeah. Here is the historical fact. Origin of that. With Ashen the Ashen Inquisition. Make that... 50 chapters long and it would be way cooler than anything that you put in Sierra the Robot. Right. So also like the like galactic level uh, religious empire. That's also an interesting thing that was in there that wasn't like approached much at all. See the Ashen Inquisition could be a cool part of that if they were expanded upon more. But yeah. So I think we can all agree we're done with edging. We're done with edging this. This is the final This is. Needs some release. Yeah. Like 
write a sci-fi story that doesn't involve bullshit drama for high schoolers and uh, it'd be pretty good. Are we doing scores? Yeah, we should do scores. That's so hard. <laughs> uh, uh, this is easy for me. One out of five. One is the naming. Like, the naming and those couple of chapters dedicated to, you know, it. There was a lot of fluff. We didn't yeah. even talk about the fucking cancer girl. Well, that's why, that's why I'm saying that. Like, cancer kid. If you cut it down. <laughs> or her fucking weird-sounding friend. Yeah. You, could cut, you yeah. could cut it down to four chapters. Get those four good chapters oh, the Wookie, and then yeah. continue on after that. The Wookiee girl, I forget. Seth? I would probably give it a two out of three if not for three. the last uh, couple uh, chapters. And that brings it down. I'll go, like... I'll give it a one. I think that's fair. I was thinking point five, but that might be a little savage. So I'll go with a one too. Or okay. at least a one point five for the podcast standards, anyways. Maybe so, even a two. Well, it depends. Uh, it's just so mixed. Simultaneously, a one and a four. Right? Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> and it fluctuates. Or a zero and a four. Sometimes. Like, I mean, yeah. So yeah. So we got a one, a one, a one point five. I got a good one point five for the most part. I mean, you know, I think that. Maybe I'll look at another one of Typhoon to make a story. Maybe another story they wrote doesn't have the same problems that this one does. Maybe they have another story that is more uh, coherent and, and tied together. Author, if you are listening at this point, which I don't know if you are or if you're just really upset, what I can assure you which, see, props, is that... Props the, to them if they listen to all eight or nine hours of this fucking <laughs> review. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I can imagine there's some spots that hurt. And trust me, I'm someone that, you know, is taking critical work from their writings as well, too. It's also a giant nerd. What I also can, makes what I can say <laughs> is that you have potential in the naming department. So go with the names, find very cool names, and then just make a timeline. Establish a timeline for your universe if you want to continue with this universe. And then make a novel based on the history of the Ashen Inquisition. I think that's the best thing you could do. For your fan fiction going forward. Sounds good. Any last thoughts on anything at all? Including plugs? Like oh, we do plugs. Yeah, I forgot about plugs. Let's plug it up. Where's where's the plug song? We need a plug song around here. <laughs> That's the plug song. Pretty good plug song, I would say. <laughs> Um, okay, hyena. Any... I'm trying to do the circus. Do <laughs> any plugs, hyena? Um, I'm going to plug uh, that circus song that everybody thinks of. Uh, so actually, here's the plug, you know, that's actually from the Roman Colosseum. There's like a play they wrote. I don't know who wrote it, but the, when the Romans come in, the Roman gladiators, that song plays, the clown music. Okay. That's supposed to be badass and triumphant <laughs> uh, historically. So uh, there you go. Okay, that's a cool plug. Seth, any plugs? Uh, I will plug giant um, war hammer. Or wait, what, what are they? What am I looking for? Oh, giant uh, war axes. Oh, to carry around. those the are pretty legit. has one, firemen have them. They are pretty cool. I spent the last three hours thinking about it. Be a useful thing. Uh, hit up a distributor and try and get one as quickly as possible. They're flying off the shelves. Maybe uh, Elon Musk might wake one. So it's an electric power so. Yeah, he probably would. Props. Plugs? Proper gem? You know, Mary Gems, I know that it's been a long hiatus. Well, some episodes have started coming back. We've yeah, been we did a since October. But uh, what I can say is that, you know, at least for foreseeable future, I mean, obviously, the world-shattering event is why we stopped. But, uh, you know, 
I think we're going to get back into it. So, you know, just check back at Barry yeah. Gems, you know, every, every couple of weeks, every month, and, you know, get into it. You Stay know? subscribed. And luckily, yeah. our episodes are long enough that a month should take how long it takes to yeah. listen. Um, yeah, so Barry Gems, uh, we should, I think I have some stuff coming up on that. I was also on a podcast called The Corner. That was a fun talk. Uh, it's kind of hard to find. It's on YouTube. So just search The Corner Podcast Fancy Octopus. I think it'll show up. Uh, and also plug my butt because it's spewing shit and it needs to be stopped. <laughs> if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you leave your reviews. And if you need to contact us with a suggestion or whatever you want, you can always contact us at Jim's Buried on Twitter and at our email, buriedjimspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.